I don't have time to game anymore. Hello, listeners. Are you still there? This is the fourth episode, right, Jay? This time? That's right. It's the fourth. It's the fourth. It is the fourth. May the fourth be with you. The fourth episode, that is. (laughs) 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 And this is our podcast. I don't have time to game anymore. How's it going, Jay? It's going well, thanks. Did I introduce myself? My name's David, by the way. Hey, in case you don't know. <laughs> they could start with the latest episode, you never know. Yeah, maybe. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. I think I think we should dispose of this uh, <laughs> these pleasantries <laughs> in future. And I asked Jay the same question every week, and this week is a bit special because I know he's actually gamed. How's your gaming week been? I've actually played a single-player game this week. Yeah, I'll give you one guess as to what it was. Shit! <laughs> not not um, Uncharted 4. Well, close. Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Different game. Did you find the legacy? I'm about halfway through finding the legacy. <laughs> and um, what, what have you made of it so far? Uh, it's great. I was a bit daunted about getting back into it. But uh, it's just as great as I remember. And we've also been doing our Halo, Jay, and we had a bit of a, a rough session last night. Yeah, we did. One of those times where you just continuously lose and then you get all depressed at the end. You start contemplating your tactics. My usual remedy is to um, change the settings on my sensitivity, always the sensitivity. <laughs> Every sensitivity I've been at, just in case I can get a little bit of extra. And it turns out the sensitivity doesn't make a difference. It's just my game. I'm eyeing up the the potentially new Elite controller that is coming out. I think that <laughs> might improve my game. And when you do lose, Jade, do you have a tactic to get out of that losing streak? Do you go for a run or something or eat, eat some pudding well, or I something? Think, I, I think you and I handle losing quite differently. You tend to keep your cool. I tend to get frustrated. Yeah, but you can't see what I'm doing in the house. I sound like I'm keeping my, my cool, but... in like a straight jacket (laughs) my wife knows where i'm going when i put the straight jacket on i'm going for my halo session with jay i was wondering how badly the games age (laughs) (laughs) let me explain so i played two games yesterday that made me think of this question so the reason being is that on the weekend Yana and I had a couple of friends over the house. And I mean literally a couple. So it was me and Yana and our friends, Matt and Amy. And Crazy Taxi had just been released on Games on Gold. You didn't download it, did you? Well, why wouldn't I? It's free. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, oh, what are we going to do next? Oh, what do you fancy doing? And she's just, Crazy Taxi! (laughs) And they're all looking at you like, what the fuck? (laughs) She's waiting for them all to laugh. You keep saying it until they agree. Well, imagine my delight when I said, oh, has anyone played Crazy Taxi? And none of them had played it, so I thought, oh, they're in for a treat now. Pressure's on, Jay. This is your social standing, right? I mean, you know, in the London area. <laughs> you know, one, <laughs> yeah. one, bad, one bad experience, and um, your social standing <laughs> stays where it is. <laughs> so, yeah, you say you're getting the, the taxi out. Pressure's yeah. on. I remember when I was 13, and I had it on Dreamcast when it just came out. And at my birthday party, I can't remember if you remember this, but we used to sit playing Crazy Taxi just elated for hours. It was entertainment for hours. We we did like the traditional sit down gaming session rather than the... Yeah, this is when when, uh, we we used to like run upstairs and just 
not socialize with anyone any animals <laughs> that came around as soon as you get so, in you just launch yourself upstairs and lock the door well it lasted about two rounds before it got boring were they good gamers though because that could change i mean if they're shite i was wondering i was trying to think why is this and i think quite honestly it's due to the fact that it wasn't a spectacle like it used to be so crazy taxi when it came out was a spectacle it was like really great graphics the same rule doesn't really apply with movies really Mm. if you think about like movies that you enjoyed when you're younger maybe okay but let me ask you this dave if i said let's watch uh i don't know like frankenstein from the 1930s (laughs) i'm not gonna watch that right exactly exactly so i don't believe your movie rule i never loved frankenstein to begin with i think there's a wider cutoff so for example a good movie might last 20 years but for example like uh, my fiance Yana, she'll barely watch a film that's older than you know the year two thousand. And if I try and get her to watch something black and white, you can forget it. So the answer to that question is they age pretty badly. <laughs> I wonder whether it was just a type of game because Crazy Taxi relied on spectacle. Yeah, I mean, you take away the graphics, you take away the taxis. <laughs> what are you left? <laughs> You've just got empty roads <laughs> and bad graphics. <laughs> But, like, what was the alert? I mean, it was just dropping people off, right? That's all it is. Yeah, well, well you, you should definitely not be on their marketing team. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to drop people off. <laughs> Sold. Yeah, I suppose they had to have the... Um, that was the crazy aspect, right? The fact that you could smash through things and stuff. Like, if you have to, if you have to abide by the rules of the road... It's called normal taxi. Wouldn't <laughs> sell quite as well. <laughs> normal taxi... <laughs> You know, like how they, the intro is like, crazy taxi. This is just <laughs> normal taxi. <laughs> Get in the cab, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Credits start rolling. Yeah, but maybe you can use your own voice. You could go, that'll be £4.20. <laughs> and you have, to work out, you have to work out change and stuff. <laughs> we should be game designers, really. We're wasted here. So, Jay, do I have a question for you? <laughs> I was thinking the other day, a good question for the audience and, and something they might want to talk about, a good debate point, would be what do gaming characters do in their downtime? You know, when they're not saving the world and stuff, what do you imagine them to be doing? Yeah, you got an example? Sonic. Like, to me, Sonic is a bit of a washed-up character now. He had the success back in the day. If I was to, like, place him as a real-life person, it would be... <laughs> I don't know, Nicolas Cage or someone he's like nowadays it seems like every every game he's in is like you know Sonic this Sonic that you know but not like in a good <laughs> that, that, you wouldn't believe it would you it feels like they're selling him out a bit he does seem like a withered character yeah I imagine him like I reckon he's in the bar somewhere <laughs> <laughs> hitting the bottle <laughs> you know just and then after he's finished it he just launches it at a picture of Mario do you know what I mean like <laughs> Because Mario's like the Morgan Freeman, and he's like the Nicolas Cage. Like, he'll take anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, any kart game or anything like that, Sonic would be... He, he just wants a, a quick cash-in. <laughs> yeah. But whereas Mario, you know, he's still got it. He's like a Morgan Freeman. He's like prime time still. Yeah, okay. I see where you're going with this now. Okay. I'll give you another one. I'll give you a minute. This is it. They're day yeah. off, yeah? They're not doing what they usually do in a game. A big daddy. A big daddy. I have to make up now what he's going to be doing. I'm just interested. What do you think he would do on his day off? Big Daddy. Like, 
for me, he walks around a lot. So I think if he's sitting down a bit, <laughs> <laughs> he's always walking around, isn't he? He take his drill bit off. Yeah, he take his elbow top, his drill bit off. Yeah, he's got a drill bit on his right hand, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. He does. You would, you would want... He then screw it like Hook. You know, in Hook. <laughs> yeah, he put it down. I imagine him getting up. He's got his white vest on. He take his helmet off. Maybe have a fag or a c- cigarette. Sorry for um, all you American listeners. And then I imagine him just doing not a lot, really. I mean, he's looking after the little sisters all day, isn't he? Like all fucking day. They're like going through vents and stuff, and he has to defend them. So I imagine a big daddy's day would be very laid back. Yeah, he'd be like swishing his feet around in the pool and stuff. You know, <laughs> dangling his legs over the edge. Smiling. <laughs> smiling. Looking up to the ceiling, smiling. Uh, yeah. I tell you what, you realise how uh, two-dimensional lots of these characters are when you scroll through them, because they're quite boring. The thing to them like the big daddy has depth what would sam fisher do sam fisher so let's get this straight in his day job he is our favorite genre on the show <laughs> <laughs> he's being a stealthy bastard isn't he he's just going around so maybe i always think that people who do that for a job maybe um he wants to be the opposite and he doesn't want to be stealth so he's like doing the conga down the street and stuff. i thought you were gonna say he's going stripping or something no, but maybe he just, he just wants to be out there. naked in the courtyard. <laughs> <laughs> Look with at me. Look at me. <laughs> with two sparklers in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> just slipped, turning them around like batons. Yeah, and he hires someone to like always have a spotlight on him. So <laughs> Going around the street, they've got a torch with a portable battery pack. So they never run out. <laughs> just shining the light in his face. There he goes. <laughs> Can you see me now? And instead of lock picking doors, he just kicks them down every single one. <laughs> Even if it's an open door, he makes someone shut it for him so he can <laughs> yeah. kick it down. Explain that game. Now, listeners who are familiar with this show, um actually I need to mention something, Jay. We've actually cut out the name that game part of the show. That's sad. Why have we done that? Well, I don't th- we, we decided that it's run its course. <laughs> That's so, brutally honest. <laughs> I was trying to think of a way to explain to the listeners. Like, well, the listeners are smart people, so, you know, they know what run its course means. They might but, have um, thought that explain that game has run its course a long no, time it's st- ago it's, as well. it's still thriving. It's still thriving. But um, name that game. Think of it, listeners, as a like a pair of underpants. When you have them on at first and you have a shit in them or a pee in them, they're still doing the job, aren't they? <laughs> they're still doing the job. But you have three shits in them. What do you think, Jay? Is that a good pair of underpants? <laughs> Why do we have to resort to potty talk every single time? I do not know. <laughs> but, um, you know, if you are aggrieved, there is a way to get this section back. What do they have to do? Well, they might have been there. I'm just thinking about all those listeners that might have been there now, listening intently with their pen and paper. <laughs> can try and get in touch with us somehow <laughs> i was laughing i was listening to an old episode yeah. and uh in like almost every one we talk about we say oh we're gonna get a letter about this <laughs> like anyone's writing letters <laughs> no one has an address or anything <laughs> there's no one to write anything um but if you are aggrieved just let us know maybe um <laughs> i don't know run naked down the street with sparklers and if we see that in the news <laughs> yeah if it makes headline well, news we'll know 
you have to make international headline news, man. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got to be pretty, pretty full on with. <laughs> it's gonna have to be some run. And then we'll be like, oh, so this guy wants to name that game back. <laughs> okay, we'll give it to him. Okay, so explain that game. For those who are new to this podcast, explain that game is a section where me and Jay take it in turns to give each other a name of a game that we've made up on the spot. And it's the other person's job to talk about the game and say what it's about. And at the end, you either get a point if um, we think that that's a legitimate game we would buy or just sounds interesting right jay right are you ready for your first name okay yeah brusher a tale in time <laughs> okay this is about uh the, an- <laughs> the ancestry of a brush sweeper <laughs> okay so so the, the start of the game how does the start of the game start you know people need to know what it's about what, what happens at the beginning it's a bit like you know, you know Assassin's Creed where you can go into like a time machine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so so what happens is it's modern day. Yeah. And um you get kidnapped, so you get there's like a bag over your head. <laughs> <laughs> and then you wake you wake up in this strange room. <laughs> yeah, okay. The only thing you can see is a brush in the corner, just stood up at the corner. Were you a brusher beforehand, or is this like all new? No, you have no idea. This is the thing. So you work, um, you're like a data miner, you're a computer person. Yeah. And you've got no make... idea about, <laughs> you can't fathom the the ancestry of um, the brush. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just stood up in the corner. <laughs> you know when they're teaching you that, like, the camera controls at the beginning of a game? Like, you have to look up, and then look left, and look right. <laughs> It looks like a cell, and then to your far left, like it's the last look they give you. You just see this brush in the corner, and then it says pr- pr- "press A to take your brush." <laughs> press A to pick up the brush. When he goes to touch it, he gets a flashback <laughs> of his great 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 grandfather, who was a brush sweeper in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> so that's the beginning of the game. Okay, so that's a good... I like that. It's a bit mysterious, isn't it? It's like, why was he brought there? So then, once he takes the brush and he steps outside, what, what is it? <laughs> you know, like in The Matrix, when he gets put yeah. through the simulator, and all of a sudden he learns kung fu. <laughs> yeah, it's like... it's art. like <laughs> you When you touch the brush, you, you suddenly... You know how to brush. <laughs> so, <laughs> So he starts, he starts like skipping down the street and all of a sudden he can feel his arm just like twitching <laughs> and he sees a, a stray leaf in the gutter and he needs to clear that leaf. Yeah, it's just a cycle. It's like a quick thing time like... event. It's like yeah. a quick time event. So you have to, you have to press a couple of triggers. Is to, there a combo uh, um... list? Do you have to learn like different combos? Is there different moves? Uh, yeah, I think, I think um, it'll take inspiration from fighting games in yeah. that, um, you know, you have to do like, you know, the diagonal sweep of the d-pad and then you have to you have to like sweep it the right way because if you don't then you you mess up the brush and um the bristles start going (laughs) (laughs) they start losing their sheen is the whole gameplay evolved around just quick time events of of brushing it's like a modern day parappa the rapper or guitar hero they thought about those games and they thought, you know, those rhythm games really worked. You know, they sold by the bucket loads, but then people got a bit bored of them. What if we have a, a new take on the genre? 
Maybe, um, you know, like in Guitar Hero, where like the chords are coming at you, maybe like on the screen, there's just like bits of garbage and stuff, and you've got to like <laughs> sweep it up as it comes towards you. I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I think that's what well, the game's about. What's the twist at the end then? You know, what's the purpose of this man who put the bag over your head to go back in time? What What are you... This is the whole... This is like the deeper meaning of the game. So they knew that rhythm games just weren't going to cut it on their own. There needed to be some kind of, um, some kind of mystery vibe. It's, it's a bit like Lost, but the video game. <laughs> <laughs> Except there's not an annoying hatch. Are you ready for the second game? Give me paper. <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, Fresh out this year, E3 have said, "Oh, give me papers coming out. Give me papers coming out." And they've got a they've got an interview with you, the developer. You come into the studio and you go, and they say, "Oh, what's what's give me paper about?" And you say, "I say we've been looking at what Nintendo have been doing with the uh, the Labo. We thought it was too high budget. <laughs> 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 we thought we'd come up with something to do with paper." <laughs> So is it just paper in a box? <laughs> yeah, different colours though. You got the, <laughs> Sounds to me that it's just the paper. <laughs> is there a game? Do you remember that great rare game that <laughs> was made called Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that game. Uh, it's a bit like that. You have to um, make different items from the paper. Okay. But it's quite it's quite hard to acquire the paper, you see, uh, due to global warming <laughs> and uh, the concern for cutting down forests. So um, <laughs> it's mostly about the acquisition of paper. It's not really <laughs> it's not really much to do with the paper. It's it's more like it's like a, a management. There's lots of management involved. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a paper simulator. Then is it like a, you own a paper mill, maybe? Um, no, because we're in the future and paper mills are considered a bit taboo. So it's a bit like you have to go on the black market to get paper. So the only way to do that, you can't. That's uh, that's the thing. Okay, so that's the thing is that you can't just come out and say, give me paper. It's an ironic title. Uh, if you say, give me paper, because it's in over. the future. Uh, it's, yeah, you game over, you get arrested and thrown in the jail. Uh, so you need to figure out a way of getting the paper <laughs> without the filth finding out. Uh, so it's, I'll be honest, it does have elements of stealth. <laughs> so is it? So I suppose you have to like think of all the places that have paper, like like a like a toilet. <laughs> yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's very um. I suppose it's one of those survive. Yeah. It's very resource heavy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's very resource it's heavy. It's a hoarder game and you have to get the paper without anyone seeing you. I would be interested in that. I think <laughs> I wasn't interested initially, but um your innovative approach to the the stealth genre surprised and, and delighted me. <laughs> and I would I would give you a point. Hit me. Missile escape. So, Missile Escape this year is a really long, long game where um, you start <laughs> off, basically, you're a um, little dog, and for some dog. reason... I hope the dog doesn't get it destroyed. No, no. Because <laughs> we've you, had that game. No, no, what happens, it all starts, it's, it's like on a misty night, and you're with your owner, and your owner likes to walk past the, um, the NASA launch site, and it's very misty and he, he loses his dog 
and they're like, yeah. oh, where's the dog? Where's the dog? And then it, it goes, you know, 10 hours later, and the dog appears in the missile, yeah? Yeah, when's the launch happening? The launch, there's like a time, yes, yeah, a countdown. It, there's a big countdown at the top of the screen. It says like um, 20 seconds <laughs> until launch. <laughs> So is it quite a short game then? <laughs> it is a, it doesn't no, last. But, no, but yeah, but you do, it, no, it can evolve then because like if you do get launched with that missile, the dog somehow survives the um, the missile at the end of the missile launch. Right. It's his responsibility to let the people know <laughs> that, that aren't dead by the missile. <laughs> They're in grave danger. <laughs> okay, it's not a simple game then. <laughs> no, well, the, the first bit is very like you know, it's it's a he's running and you just gotta press A to jump over the fuse, you know, and then you're trying to get to the end of the light, and then if you do it within twenty seconds, you know, you just try and find your owner. You're trying to slip under the uh, get get out of NASA, but if you yeah. go with the missile and to be we, we we as the we as the game designers we make it very hard to escape the missile <laughs> so, so the dog more than like, unless you're really skilled but that's the replayability because i know a lot of people like to go back and you know see the different endings but most yeah. people at the beginning will get launched with the missile and then wherever he lands <laughs> you know, I'll be honest, there's, there's not a lot of incentive not to get launched <laughs> the missile. <laughs> i think you should change the objective <laughs> i think the objective's a bit confused I, I miss a lot of the details. You, that'll be in the surprise of how he survives the missile being blown up into somewhere. That's but, convenient. Um, <laughs> you can miss a lot of the details. <laughs> because it is, it is enigmatic at the moment. <laughs> the game developers just say 10 hours later, and then he just like, you see him coming out of the rubble, and then there's all death and destruction. And the dog is like, I must warn the rest of the villagers. That um quite a sentient dog, <laughs> <laughs> and he has to like convince the. You have to learn their lang- you know, his dog. So he's just trying to bark and stuff, but he has to eventually convince them that trouble is brewing, and that <laughs> they, they weren't convinced by the one missile. <laughs> so what? What's the trouble again? <laughs> well, more missiles are coming. They're like, coming he- from where? That's the thing, and then at the end of the at the end of the, <laughs> the, end, the thing. at the end of the thing, then he, this this is the big twist, <laughs> and then he rolls over, <laughs> and the, <laughs> to get his belly rubbed, all, all the villagers want <laughs> to like um, thank him for like helping yeah. survive the missile, and then he rolls over, and there's all these wires and stuff, and he rolls up. Oh, is, <laughs> is he a missile? <laughs> he is the final <laughs> missile. <laughs> <laughs> so the villagers can't win really there is one way of winning but i won't explain on here because i don't want to give too much away <laughs> um look, i don't really know what to say about that game i don't i don't quite understand whether, whether it's going to be an interesting game or not it sounds like quite a complicated game well, it's not a casual um, game no but you know I, I do look for original games it sounds a bit like the, like the witness that kind of complexity <laughs> it is a bit like the witness <laughs> <laughs> i think we found jonathan blow's next game <laughs> yeah okay I'll, I'll give you that I'll, it's intrigued me i'll buy that yeah, it was quite a tough one to um make shit up for so i'll give you a point for that are you ready for the last one jay yeah silent night so you think it might be a little bit like silent hill <laughs> yeah. but that's where you'd be wrong <laughs> It's definitely a horror game, though. 
Yeah, it sounds horror, doesn't it? Nighttime. Yeah. Is the night is the darkness a key element of? The game? Oh, I got it. I got it. I'm surprised no games have done this actually. Okay, so in this game, there's no sound. No sound. There's that's no sound. cool. Yeah, except you can only hear certain frequencies at different points in the game. In, in the first part of the game, you can only you can only hear low frequencies. Like a radio going like like like. Yeah, you can hear like some some background noise. You you see like little you know blurs of light in the distance. So you, you, you're very confused. So you're in the dark and you're like trying to like it's like a radar, I suppose, the little sound, right? And you're trying to like follow yeah, that. Yeah, it's little... a bit like um you know in the Aliens game where you can you know the Aliens game made by is it Sega? Uh, yeah, you can yeah, only, yeah, yeah. Um, you can only see a certain amount into distance. Okay. So you can only hear them when they're very very close because you're you're very your hearing is extremely impaired. <laughs> why? Do they give you like a backtrack of, of why it is impaired? You live in a nursing home and you're 85. Okay, okay. That's not, there's not a lot of games with all the people as heroes. Um, no, it's heroes. Uh, a p- protagonist. Right. Already, I'm intriguing you. You are intriguing me. And so what happens is uh, y- you think your life is over because you kind of, you know, you've got arthritis and you you can't hear very well and you think oh my life is really boring at the moment everyone's gone to sleep in the nursing home and then all of a sudden you see um like shadows outside and then you you turn around and and no one else is around you anymore she's like stuck in the nursing home which is quite scary in itself nursing home does sound scary i mean people are about mentalism but it's it's not like a traditional you know like the kind of pale blue corridors like a hospital it's like quite a cozy environment so it's like it's quite unsettling because there's... That does sound more unsettling. Like, yeah, you know, just, I think but so. Like with, but with everyone gone, right? This is shaping up to our first actual game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of comedy elements, but it's, uh, it's sounding no, so good this, that I don't want a comedy so, element. No, one, I like the fact that it's all based on sound and sound isn't, you know, is like not very high. And two, I like the fact that it's an old man you play and this it's yeah. creepy. It's creepy. You're a veteran and... Um, you have flashbacks because you were in you were in Nam, you know Vietnam, and um, so you're kind of wandering around. So the first objective is to get out of the nursing home, obviously, but you've also got Alzheimer's disease. <laughs> you just added the disease <laughs> to this guy. <laughs> no, okay, okay. Let's not say Alzheimer's. Just let's, like let's just say he's memory impaired, so you can't remember how to get out of the. Oh, I got it. I got it. Right. Okay. So so you're like a washed out old character, eighty five. <laughs> yeah. It's just like your new like second life so you start feeling younger again because you're moving around and and you have to or your inst- instincts start kicking in so you, you need to try and smash the window to get out of the old people's home and then you find a shotgun on <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, add, don't add a shotgun I feel like a shotgun <laughs> right, is, right. Uh, is devaluing the, the game um oh you find a crowbar no not crowbar um a frying pan you, you could even have the whole game be about the nursing home and just like a bit like gone home or something like that. You know, like gone home. The film. The yeah, thing. call it nursing home instead. <laughs> <laughs> what is the the goal though? So he's following these noises. Is there any enemies? Yeah, it's a bit like um, War of the Worlds. The Earth has been invaded, but it's so mysterious. You don't really know what's going on, and you're deciphering what's happening as you progress. Instead of having special abilities, you just get back your normal abilities. So you start getting back the use of your legs. It's like Benjamin Button. Hmm. Yeah, you, maybe, yeah, maybe you can, like, Metroid it. Like, you can find different abilities located throughout the elderly people. Yeah, alien home. tech. He yeah, finds alien, alien tech, tech lying like around. New eyes. Um, 
it's like Metroid a bit, like Samus Aran. You, you find like upgrades and stuff. Yeah, like you need the new eyes to be able to, and then you start seeing your senses come back. You start when you get yeah. the new eyes. Yeah, through biotech. Start, you yeah, you biotech. start seeing things, but then maybe because it's alien, you can do um, it can be seen in the dark as well. That's that's good. Yeah, there you go. I think this is actually the the only game that we've actually said that is not a pity point. <laughs> I think you need to like get down there and I don't know where there is and um, get creating. I mean, if there's any game developers who want to go fifty fifty, right, Jay? 50 50 50 I've just exposed all my cards <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you could copyright what if you, you copyright it now yeah it's copyrighted now leave the podcast now and go to the patent office <laughs> <laughs> yeah. banging on their door go wake up <laughs> <laughs> I got a good idea I got a good idea <laughs> That's how it works. There's no paperwork. You just go there personally. <laughs> I got another one. Quick, quick. Okay. Um. Well, definite point for that. I think you've won it, Jay. I think purely alone for the game that actually made sense. I was quite impressed myself. So, Jay, did you know Steam? You know Steam, right? The people who, who bring out all those games. I know Steam, yeah. Um. There is a puzzle game that, that Steam is offering um, one Bitcoin to the first person who can beat it. Does that do anything for you? You know, I'm not on board on the whole Bitcoin thing, so I have no idea how much value is that. Like, what's that the equivalent of? About nine thousand dollars, I think. Really? So, yeah, I think it must be about nine thousand dollars now. Bitcoin. It was like it went down a bit, and then it went up a bit, and then it went down a bit. So they should definitely change their their tagline because if they said uh, puzzle game offering nine thousand dollars, I'd be much more <laughs> likely to participate than one Bitcoin. <laughs> 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 i feel like they're trying to ride on the bitcoin train yeah they are trying to ride on. i mean i know what a bitcoin is but i have no idea i have no idea what its value is and it's going up and down by the time you complete the puzzle game it might not be nine thousand it might be like nine dollars yeah nine dollars you'd be like <laughs> especially if it's a toughie but basically is that something games need to look into you know is that an interesting concept like offering you money to complete games like i don't know like the first person not everyone gets money do you know what i mean but could that be something to get people to play a game like oh play this game it might be an eight out of ten but if you complete Mm. it first i mean first sounds a bit thing though it's like whoever's got a day off on the day who's you know who gets their game early can maybe do it but this is kind of like the way that that gaming rewards are going though we talked about this before with um championships and things it seems like you either win big or you win nothing. Yeah, you want somewhere in between, don't you? You want like if you yeah, complete- I want half a Bitcoin, <laughs> a Mars bar or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that intensifies me. If you said to me, "Oh, what do you, do you want? One Bitcoin or do you want a couple of Mars bars?" Me being someone that doesn't know what a Bitcoin really is <laughs> worth, I'd probably take the Mars bars. <laughs> Everyone now is picturing you to be some massive Mars bar guzzling. <laughs> He has one Bitcoin. Yeah, I'm Mars, Mars. <laughs> Not interested in the coins. And I'm afraid, listeners, that that's it for another week. Um, it's been a pleasure, as always, discussing all the gaming news and questions and just things that, that are on our mind. And, and um, hopefully we'll be here next week. Jay? <laughs> yeah, we never know. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get a paper bag over it and turn up with like that? <laughs> A brush facing us in the face. 
I just won't pick it up. I just won't pick it up. Yeah. Uh, I'd be intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pick it up. You'd be like, what's this glowing brush? <laughs> it glows, yes. It kind of glow. It kind of glow. And it's bye-bye from David. Bye-bye from Jay.